Hello, podcast world. This is Roberta, the girl from the gray couch, or the girl who used to be on the gray couch. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, today, I want to talk about the value of rest and sleep. Um, it is actually a very rainy evening where I am today, and I'm grateful for rain, April showers, May flowers. Um, but last week, um, I had a long, exhausting week. I was very tired by the time Friday came around, and I just felt it physically and mentally, just exhausted. And one of the um, things I realized was that I was pushing myself too much. I was trying to accomplish too many things, and I needed to pace myself um, because I kind of got... Um, a memory of when I was going through anxiety and depression that that was one of the things that actually contributed to my uh, my illness at that time because I wasn't getting enough sleep I wasn't getting enough rest in general and because I was spending time my sleep time worrying about the things that were out or that I thought were out of my control at that time so I wouldn't sleep at night my mind would be racing I'd be up online uh, googling things trying to figure out things it was just uh, really it was a rough time but I'm grateful to be on the other side now but um so like I said last week was just rough and I decided one, I was only gonna, I was gonna start doing the podcast once per week, because I realized trying to do it three times per week, I, there, there were times when I couldn't commit to doing it. I couldn't keep the promise to do it three times per week, and I never want to make a promise to do something and then end up not doing it. So. I know what my schedule is like and I know what's on my plate. So I decided, okay, let's get this together. We do the podcast once per week and we don't spend time trying to juggle all these things and end up in a state of confusion. Because I was doing the podcast, I was working on another project. I'm trying to learn... um, things about social media, taking classes. I'm trying to do my nine to five. I'm trying to do, to to deal with work being done at my home. It was just too many things, you know. So I decided, okay, we're gonna put these things in order. We're gonna make everything manageable. And when one thing is over with, when one project is over with, I could possibly take on a little bit more of another project or take on another project but I'm definitely going to pace myself because I can't commit to doing 10,000 things to the detriment of all of them. I'd rather do five things really well than <laughs> screw up everything that I'm doing and I had to learn that going through my illness I was getting four hours of sleep sometimes only three I was dependent on coffee to stay awake. Coffee gave me heartburn. Then I was trying to take heartburn medication. So 
it it was and the heartburn medication didn't I didn't fare well with that so it was just a vicious cycle there you know I was just running around trying to accomplish too many things and then while I was trying to accomplish these things I was doing little bits and pieces of them while I was falling apart (laughs) personally (laughs) you know and um I work from home, so when you work from home, people generally think you have all this free time, you know, because you're not going into an office, and, you know, you don't have to dress up and go to work every day. They think, oh, I'll just call her to help me with an errand, you know, but, and it's not like that, you know, because you, I feel like sometimes people who work from home do even more work, but because back then, I I associated my inability to help someone with being selfish and then I developed I started having feelings of guilt if I didn't drop everything that I was doing to do something for somebody else or you know just go out of my way to do it um you know I felt like oh I was such a bad person but now <laughs> that I know better I know that Self-care and loving myself, taking care of myself first, is not selfish. It's just essential. Um, so what I did back when I was ill in order to start, you know, getting sleep, um, to just getting more rest in general. Um, at night, I would get into bed early enough because um, I, I always wanted to be fast asleep by 10 or 10.30 because I wanted to wake up at 5 a.m. because I love the quiet of the morning, whether it's just to meditate, to do some yoga, or to read, you know, just the stillness. I just love the stillness of early morning. So um, I really wanted to get to bed early so I could wake up. So, um, my friend gave me magnesium, told me to try magnesium. I actually tried the liquid magnesium, which I would take a tablespoon at night before I go to bed. And then that would relax me. That would help me to sleep. Um, so that was one thing I did. I also did, I, I showered, I would, I would wait until about half an hour before I had to get into bed to shower. Just taking that warm shower. Sometimes I would drop like eucalyptus in the sh- on the shower floor so the steam brought it up. And that really helped me to relax. And so, you know, putting for me personally, putting on good moisturizer before bed, that was like a big thing for me. Because even just putting on moisturizer, you're actually kind of giving yourself a self-massage to to help with relaxation too. So that was essential for me. And then getting into bed, um, heavy blankets, heavy comforters. I know some people are in really warm weather where they can't do that, but a heavy blanket, you know, I don't, I don't know how the, really how the concept worked, but just the feeling of being, you know, kind of swaddled. And even though I'm claustrophobic, as long as my, 
I feel like as long as my face isn't involved in being covered, I'm fine. So that was one of the things. And I, if I didn't have one that was very heavy, if I wasn't using a very heavy blanket at that time, I would do like two, you know, so I just felt that weight. And I'd also, I love the smell of eucalyptus. It relaxes me. So I'd sprinkle that on my pillow and I listen to rain. I've I've always, even before all these rain apps came out, I remember back in like, probably like the early, maybe 2011, 2010, 2011, I was already finding little websites that had rain sounds and I would play with my computer just open all night, <laughs> you know, played over and over again when it wasn't actually raining outside. Just it, it, the sound of rain just relaxes me and helps me to fall asleep. So now I have so many options. I have apps. I have things on YouTube. I have, you know, just, just all these different options for rain. So I, you know, I turn on my rain and I, I think positive thoughts before I go to bed, before I fall asleep. I have talked before about living in the end, you know, thinking about the things that I want to do. I want to accomplish. For me, I want to write books and live in a beach house. So before I fall asleep every night, there I am. I know the layout of my beach house. I know my writing area. I can walk in it. I see it all. I see my entrance out to the beach. There are people. I, you know, there are people involved in the scenario and I see that all, you know, it's like I'm living there. My, that's where my imagination goes. And it's almost like I'm there in the physical. So those are the things, any good thing that I want for my future. That's what I think about before I go to sleep. But before, when I was going through the anxiety and depression, my mind would be racing about work, about finances, about relationship, everything. It was just everything, everything, just um, everything that wasn't good for you to think about before you go to sleep, you know, or even things that weren't even good enough for you, good for you to think about when you were wide awake, you know, so with those thoughts that I used to have, sleep just used to elude me because my falling asleep would mean, for the few little hours that I would sleep, that would mean nightmares for most of the time. Or, you know, having that falling feeling and jumping up out of my sleep. And then the racing thoughts would start again. And then I'd fall asleep for a moment. And then the sleep paralysis, which would scare me. And I would wake up again. And then I'd look at the clock and I'd say, okay, I have to wake up so and so. That means I have one more hour or two more hours to sleep or 56 minutes or whatever. And then I would fall asleep and I would end up oversleeping. But even though I overslept, I was still tired because I didn't really get a full seven or eight hours of sleep. And I used to tell myself that, oh, I only need four hours, you know, five hours, maybe, you know, that's enough for me. But, you know, I realized that that's really nonsense. If there are 24 hours in a day and I'm up 
and running around for 16 of those hours. I should be able to sleep for eight of them. I should be able to rest. You know, rest is so essential for our bodies. It, it it's It's our body's downtime. It's, you know, how when you're at work, um, you know, they might tell you to leave your computer on a certain setting because it has to reboot. I think that's like us. Our setting is sleep for us to reboot our systems. And I really don't think we should take that for granted because without rest, how are we able to do the things that we actually, how are we going to accomplish anything without rest? You know, we've, I'm sure we've all had, we've all seen what the results of not resting can do to people. I've seen people who are working two and three jobs because they're grinding and they got to, they're hustling and they've got to get this money. And, you know, they, they build houses that they barely sleep in. And, you know, they have cars that only see them for the trip to and from work, you know, so I, I now I, well, I've never really seen any merit in driving yourself into the ground for material things and going through what I've gone through. I think about that even more. So I, there is no merit in it for me with the hustling and the, um, the, um, multitasking. Yeah. I, even when people would say, you know, you should put that on a resume, your um, great, your multitasking skills. No, not, not me. I, I don't believe in multitasking. I believe in doing a few things well. And there are times when you can, you are able to do more than one thing at a time. But to say that, Oh, that's my skill. I can multi. I can be talking to one person while I'm typing up something and and I'm listening to something. No, it may be it may work for some, but some other people, but it doesn't work for Roberta, and so therefore I can't recommend it. You know, I say multitasking drives people into the ground, and there may be those who disagree with me, but that's how I feel, and. That's one of the things I stopped doing. I, As a matter of fact, I didn't really start doing it, but sometimes at work, you're forced to do it. Now, I don't anymore. I'm like, things have to line up. One thing has to wait for the other to get done, or none of them will be done well. So, yeah. So, um, I, yeah, I gave you my, my little, um, things that I did at night I do at night to try to get into bed and on time but you know I realized uh for the past couple of weeks I haven't been doing that I haven't been committing to getting to bed at on time I've been with all the projects going on I found that my I, my mind was strained I started thinking about those things instead of focusing on winding down to sleep um, I started not doing my workouts. You know, I, I I think I haven't gone to the gym for like maybe two weeks. And that's essential for me. Waking up, meditating, going to the gym, whether it's in the morning or the evening, for one. 
to manage my weight. And two, because it energizes me, gives me this. Working out is almost like coffee for me. It, it just gives me this high. So I love to do it. So I have to prioritize that again. And when I work out, whether it's morning or evening, that helps to, I don't know, it, it gives me a high, but also I'm tired enough, especially when I do weight training, that I'm sore enough that going to taking that warm shower and going to bed, you know, I am tired enough that along with my Along with the other things I do to fall asleep, everything just kind of comes together to help me to get good sleep. And then I'm able to wake up early to practice my self-care, my meditation, my reading, my prayers, you know, and again, the exercise and everything. So it all comes together. So, yeah, um, I've I've just gone back to the place I've just I just I'm sorry I just know I have to get back to the place of pacing myself because I know I've fallen out of rhythm the last two weeks and I have to get back to that actually maybe longer than two weeks not the working out but just trying to do too many things at once so um, I'm glad that I had the you know that exhaustion Friday night to realize that I needed the rest. This past weekend, I, I slept well on Friday night. I rested all day Saturday. Um, and I, I, don't, I didn't even leave the house. I don't recall if I left the house. On Sunday, all I did was cook, and that took like an hour because I did a really simple meal. And I just rested, you know, just relaxed and listened to some some podcasts, listen, you know, watched a few, well, more, more like, I didn't really watch the YouTube videos, I just listened, because it wasn't anything, it was just recordings that I listened to, some um, Neville Goddard recordings, so that's what I did, and kind of got back into myself, I finished working at about 4.30 today, and I decided, you know, there would be more rest involved in today too, because I'm still feeling like I need to rest somewhere. I, I, I still feel like I needed some more downtime, so um, I didn't take on any other chores today that I was going to do, or um, go anywhere, or today it rained a lot, so the workmen weren't able to do much outside, so I didn't have to be managing that and, you know, answering questions and, you know, so it it was good. It was, it was good to have, it's good to have these two and a half days to just wind down. And then I know I have a plan in place to get back on track tomorrow. So like today, I know I'm going to bed early. I know I have everything in place for me to relax, to wind down, to get to bed, get into bed by at least 9.30, to be asleep at, you know, 10 or 10.30. And I know I'll be refreshed tomorrow to start again. And once I get back on track, it's easier for me to stay on track if I do it every day. Now, there are some mornings when I, when the alarm goes off, at 5 a.m. And again, I don't have a jarring alarm. 
yeah, that's one of the things I want to say. I don't have a alarm that makes all this crazy noise. I have an alarm that actually just plays a classical tune. It it starts softly, then it gently gets a little bit louder to wake me up. So, because I don't believe anybody should just be dragged out of your sleep. <laughs> you should wake up gently. And there are times when I wake up before the alarm, you know. Sometimes my body just naturally wakes me up. Now, there are days when it's harder to to get up. I, I'm awake, but it might be raining and that rain just feels the coziness. Well, for me, rain outside my window just makes me f- feel cozier and just want to snuggle back under the comforter. So one of the people that I listen to is Mel Robbins, who is just an awesome woman, just just I feel like she's just really down to earth and just real and she has the the five second rule where you count five four three two one and you jump out of bed or you get up out of bed so on the mornings when it's harder I do five four three two one and you know and I get up and I've read I'm a big reader too. So one of the books I've read is Robin Sharma's The 5 a.m. Club and just learning the benefits of waking up early. You know, I've I always believed in waking up early, even when I couldn't, <laughs> you know, because I, like I said, I love the stillness, the peace of the early morning where everybody else is asleep and you just have that time for yourself. And it, it's just still, it's, <laughs> well, now that spring's here, it's not so still anymore because these birds are singing like at 3 a.m., you know, so, but it's still very nice even to just listen to them without any people voices. So, yeah, so I I wake up, I, Mel helps me, Mel's um, 54321 helps me to get up on mornings when it's tough, but for the most part, you know, I'm able to wake up and I... I used to have a few tricks. I would my phone is my alarm, so I would put it across the room so I would have to get up to go turn it off. I couldn't just hit snooze or turn it off and fall back asleep. So that's one thing I used to do to help. And <clears throat> the other thing, I know somebody else who does this. She actually bought a regular wind-up alarm clock where she keeps on her nightstand to wake for that to alarm. Now that alarm is like loud, (laughs) but she uses that and she keeps her phone in another room. So when the alarm goes off, she turns that off and just does her meditation and relaxation before, you know, touching the phone. And I have disciplined myself where I don't get on the phone as soon as I wake up. I, um, I use it's my alarm. I turn it off, and then I don't go on any social media. I don't do anything like that. I used to read the Bible on my phone. I don't do it anymore. I have like three or four Bibles, so I actually use one of those instead. Actually, read, or I read one of the books that I'm reading. I'll read that in the morning too, um, and then. I will, after reading meditation sort of thing, get up. If I'm not going to gym, the gym in the morning, I get up and I do some stretches or I'll do a plank 
which I don't know, maybe because I'm, I can all, I've, the longest plank I've done is, I believe, two minutes. And I don't know if I can do that again, but just doing even a 30 second plank for some reason just energizes me. I don't know. I feel like I have done a whole workout, you know, and I get up and I drink. Before I do anything else, I drink warm lemon water Um, because I'm not a breakfast person. So I generally don't eat until maybe 11 or noon. Um, So I drink lemon water and I drink a couple bottles of water, drink the warm lemon water. And to keep me, I drink a couple bottles of lemon water until I'm ready to eat. Now, that's just me. Some people, when they wake up, they have to have the coffee and they have to have a big breakfast. And, it, you know, it's kind of whatever works for you. For me, um, it's it's almost like an intermittent fasting thing where I I just breakfast does not eat eating breakfast early in the morning doesn't appeal to me I feel like even though I eat at 11 or 12 it's still breakfast because it's still breaking my fast because that's what breakfast is you know so yeah so that's you know my routine for rest and sleep and there are days also in regard to rest where I um if it's a Saturday, you know, generally, well, in my life, Saturday is about errands, um, maybe laundry or, you know, just general cleaning the house um, every Saturday. And sometimes I just don't do it. Sometimes I just sit in a chair and read a book. Or if if it's warm weather, I sit in the backyard or lay in the grass for a couple hours, <laughs> you know, just something just for me. Or if I can, if it's, if it's time for some of the self-care things like the manicure, pedicure, waxing, I'll, I'll go do that and take myself to have a little lunch and do nothing. Or, you know, if nothing all day or if I'm going out with my husband for dinner you know I just relax all day we go to dinner we have a good time you know so it's all the little things now that it's again it's getting warm I will start running on Saturday mornings maybe because that's relaxing for me you know just going to the track and running so that even though I'm doing a physical thing it it falls on the rest and relaxation because it's something that I enjoy, you know. Um, when you rest, um, it could simply mean resting sometimes means taking a walk, you know. Resting for some people is talking to someone that they love, having a conversation. It relaxes their mind, you know. So, it, you know, there are different things for you. We each have to find out what brings us relaxation but the one thing i know we can't dispute is sleep everybody has to agree on that one sleep is absolutely necessary and i believe (laughs) we need to get seven to eight hours of sleep however we can just get your sleep in don't try to be 
like a super person and get 40 wings and nothing more. Yeah, get your rest. Your body needs it. Your body is going to break down if you don't get rest. And you have only one body, so you have to take care of it. You have to take care of it. You have to be good to it. You have to give it the rest it needs, give it, give it the food it needs, the relaxation it needs, the exercise it needs. The, the give give your body the good books it needs <laughs> your mind because your whatever you get into your mind it also affects your body so pour good things into yourself take care of yourself get your rest all right and until next time I thank you so much for joining me um, if you have any questions or if there's anything that you'd like me to talk about you can send me an email at info at therobertadouglas.com that's info at therobertadouglas.com again thank you so much for joining me and i will be here next time <laughs> take care bye bye